0: Welcome back to the Black Letter podcast. We set out to create an entertaining and exciting podcast about law and business. Black Letter, the name, comes from the Gothic typeset. Over time, Black Letter became the only font that English law books were printed in. It made it harder for kind of the common person to understand what the English law books said. Black Letter came to represent something that was law, that was set in stone, that was sort of old and a well-settled fundamental principle of law. We're here to demystify black letter law. We're here to demystify things that happen in business and law and where those two meet. And I hope you have fun listening.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Black Letter Podcast. I've got Gordon Sumner with me here again, and we're talking about veterans moving forward, his service organization. We've heard about the organization itself, that it costs $50,000 per dog to bring a dog to a veteran. That they serve every kind of veteran. That there is no program at the Department of Veterans Affairs, the VA. We all, well, we don't all know, but I'm familiar with how unhelpful that that particular organization can be, and that uh, it costs thirty thousand dollars a month to run this nonprofit organization, which has been around now for twelve years. I think is the anniversary we're having. So Gordon, this week is going to share with us some piece of sage wisdom or advice, something he's taken away from from his years. Gordon, thanks for. For joining us again oh great to be back tom good to see you as always so so share with us gordon what what piece of sage or one or two or three pieces of advice whatever it is would you share with people that you've learned from your experience as you know just i guess being an esgr the head of esgr managing being the ceo of veterans moving forward whatever it is people who listen to this are like i'd like to get a nugget of business wisdom out of the experience of the people that come on the show, a nugget or two? The leadership positions,
2: as uh, I mentioned in a
1: in a previous spot
2: that you and I did, that what we need to do is make sure that we have a cooperative effort. Uh, it, especially in the role of a, of a leader, is that you can't be sitting there thinking that you're at the top, you finally achieved it, and you did it on your own. Everything that you've accomplished has always been through teamwork. We know this very well through our military experiences that uh, I used to laugh because the NCOs, they would always say, well, they're the backbone of the Army. They're the ones who are doing this, that, and the other. So I actually had, one when I was a brand-new lieutenant, my platoon sergeant told me one day, he says, uh, LT, we need to talk. And I said, okay, well, let's let's talk. And he says, all right. So we got together that evening, and he says, okay, Dowie, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take care of the platoon. I'm going to make sure that these guys are squared away. I was in an infantry unit. He says, and also I'm going to teach you how to be an officer. So I said, okay, that sounds good to me. Let's do that, and uh, and we'll see see how that works. Um, and so I tell people, if you don't like the way I ended up as an officer in the army, don't blame me. Blame the NCOs, because right. uh, that's what they said they were going to do.
1: Well, and they also you- always say, Gord, they said, don't call me sir. I work for a living. So. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> but you know,
2: the thing is, is that they were absolutely right. That they they took on this responsibility to make sure that they had input. And the smart officer was the one who took that input from both the non commissioned officers and their warrant officers, those of us in the aviation field. We, I relied on my warrant officers. They were the experts in their respective fields. They knew what we were doing. And so from that, I think that's where I translate those things into the business world and the nonprofit world. So, how does that translate? Whenever you've got your team together, always ask for their input. You'd be surprised how how some of these folks have some really, really good ideas, or they may see something based on their experience or what they're experiencing, even with the corporation at the time, or me and this nonprofit with Veterans Moving Forward that I either didn't think about or I I didn't see it in that particular light, especially when you're working with volunteers. So getting their input is very critical to the success of the organization. However, once everything is done, there's still only one commander. There's still only one president. And so whenever you make the decision, do so. Believe in what you're you're doing. But as we also learned in the military, we had operations orders, and it started out looking good on paper until we actually started to execute. And then we started doing the alternate orders, or what we used to call the frag orders, because things change everything changes well as soon as you do that so you got this beautifully printed strategic plan you've got the direction you figure out how much budget you're going to need two months into that strategic plan yeah murphy comes to town so what you do is you have to be able to adjust you can't just keep going at it and saying well this is what it this is what the plan says so this is how we're going to have to do that well nope it's a living document and it needs to be revised and updated as you move along. As you also get your team members to, to come along with you, I like to think of it as the Pied Piper where I get all the team together. And then this was really important, not only for the current job, but especially in my prior opportunity with uh, employers for the Garden Reserve, with the 5,000 volunteers that I had across the country to make sure they understand the direction, how important it was that they were part of that solution, that they were integral to how we organized. And that each one of them played a critical part in the su- overall success of it. One of my favorite things that I did, and uh, I've done it here with ESGR, I mean with uh, Veterans Moving Forward, is I had a slide that had just Lego pieces. And I told everybody that you are, in essence, like a Lego piece. Everybody's a different shape, size, functionality, experience. Where do I go? Where do I fit? What, how does this do? I said, but at the end of the day, these Lego pieces are going to form the letters of back then ESGR and today Veterans Moving Forward, VMF. And it was, and so I had an artist guy to to draw these letters with all these different Lego pieces and colors, but kind of looked like the letters. And Mm -hmm. I said, if you notice, they all fit. And if you notice, they all work together. And if you notice, they all accomplish the mission of a successful organization. And it's because each one of you. Are, are part of that critical asset uh, that we need to make sure that we can accomplish our mission. And for us, that's training and placing these service dogs with these deserving veterans who are dealing with mental or physical challenges.
1: So if I could summarize then what I've got, Gordon, is uh, first thing is get buy-in and input from everybody, then make the plan, and then no plan survives contact with the enemy, be ready to adjust but you've got to execute the plan once you have the plan. Those are kind of the the pieces of wisdom uh, that you you've you've shared. Did I summarize that pretty fairly?
2: Yep. And I would I would just add one other piece because every plan has a resource requirement. And one of the things that I learned when I was uh, in the Pentagon doing uh, when I was responsible for Army training is that. There was a tendency for the government to say, well, we only have so much money in the budget, so therefore we can only train X amount, which is a true statement. But what, the, what the, ten, the tenor of the conversation took on was, well, whatever amount of money we could train, that was the requirements that we need to function for the Army, which is absolutely incorrect in my view. So, for example, I need to train 100 Apache pilots in a year. I've only got funding for 50 Apache pilots. So instead of saying, well, I'm fully funded because I can fund 50 Apache pilots, I would say, no, we're, we're, we're 50% funded because I still need 50 more pilots to meet the requirements right. that we have worldwide. So that's why I tell people, don't let resources drive the operations train. Make sure the operators drive the resource train. Don't change the requirements based on how many dollars that you may or may not have. Identify it. If you're short, then you've got a then you've got an unfunded requirement that you've got to make up for. It. That's where we are with veterans moving forward. Again, you mentioned earlier thirty thousand dollars a month operation. So if I don't get thirty thousand dollars this month, that doesn't mean that we're that we're only training half a dog. Right. What it means is next month, whatever that delta is, I've got to raise the thirty thousand plus that plus month the delta. To, to stay on track and and, and still be able to yeah. accomplish our mission.
1: That's fantastic. Well, well, thank you, Gordon. I appreciate that. And uh, as you were talking, things were popping in my head, totally irrelevant. It's like Sergeant Major eats sugar cookies and all of this, you know, like, all of the old like little mnemonics and tricks to try to remember all this planning stuff. Thanks for joining us. It's great having you on the show. We're going to put your um, website along with this podcast so the listeners can click on the link and donate to veterans moving forward and see more about your organization and your mission. And, uh, I don't know if they can visit your site or not, but at a, they can definitely visit your website. I don't know if they can visit your physical site and I'll, I'll, I'll we'll also put out there if you're a veteran who needs a, a support from a dog, you know, Gordon's the guy to call for his organization. Yep. The organization to reach out to.
2: Yeah. The best way to do it is to go to our website that you're going to post. So there's a, yep. a scroll across. It says, how can I help? So that, because we need volunteers in a variety of different ways. So you can do that, fill out the form. And also, if you're a veteran, there's a form for you to fill out, and that'll get your application process started. I would like to add that, uh, yes, we we would love to have more monthly donors, uh, obviously. Uh, And also, people say, well, I don't really have money that I can donate. Well, let me quickly tell you how you can do this. Everybody still buys through Amazon. So Amazon has a great charity program. It's called Amazon Smile. So yep. if you go to so if you go to amazonsmile.com website and if you need it it's again on our website how how can i help and it'll tell you exactly how to do it, it takes literally 2 minutes to do but you go to the smile amazon you click on that you register your prime account through that it takes again 2 seconds then you select veterans moving forward out of Dallas Virginia as your charity of choice now every time you make a purchase through your smile amazon account uh, we get a donation from Amazon. So a percentage of your purchase we will get get money from that free money from Amazon that's just sitting on the table. So let's get all the listeners out there, all the businesses, especially the folks that are spending thousands of dollars a month for your business. Right. Let's get some of that free Bezos money and ship to and ship to us because as I mentioned, we're not just providing these veterans a new leash on life as I as I tell everybody Veterans Moving Forward is not just changing lives, but we're saving the lives of these veterans every day through our service dog program. So we need your help.
1: I love it. Thank you, Gordon. Veterans Moving Forward, a new leash on life, just so we're clear, everybody. Thank you, Gordon. And thank you, listeners, for joining us for another podcast on the Black Letter Podcast. Download us wherever you get your podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time on The Black Letter.
0: That's all for today's episode of Black Letter. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time when we talk about more Black Letter issues in creative ways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode, and check out our website at blackletterstudios.com.